to make a start. Good morning, everybody, then. Can you guess how many times we've been meeting together now? Eighteen. Eighteen? Eighteen. Oh, gold star to Fiona. You, you already, because it's written on our script. <laughs> so she knew. But it's no, our eighteenth time already. And it's great that we're still enduring it. No, sorry, enjoying our time together on Zoom. It's brilliant. Yeah. Hopefully, if you didn't, uh, we weren't able to get to Jin and David's wedding yesterday. You saw some of the photos on uh, WhatsApp. So that was a great time. Of course, Ian and Grace are getting married this coming Saturday. Now, if you want to send them a card, I've got an address. So if you want to ask me for the address, I'll give it you. But it's not something I can just put on our website or just put on WhatsApp. So if you want to have a card sent to them, ask me what it is and I'll reply reply privately to you. So that would be a good thing if we can just show some love with that. Uh, this prayer meeting this Wednesday on Zoom, eight o'clock, is leading it. Uh, we're going to have some regular midweek services starting the last week of July. Hopefully I'll be getting that going this week so then all the invitations will go out because uh, it's either if you've sent a questionnaire in you'll have said oh yes I want to join in or not and you'll have said a day and a time and I'll be contacting those who sent the questionnaire in with a day and a time that we'll be meeting together. All right so we're going to have breakout rooms in a few minutes but one of the first things I normally say is put yourself on mute and I've got to say so if you want to put yourself on mute Jill is going to help us by leading us in prayer and reading the scriptures and uh, helping us to come into God's presence. I hope so. God is so gracious um, in meeting with us in our homes as well as in a building or wherever we are. So, uh, yeah, it's brilliant that we can meet together like this. Uh, let's let's just pray. Father, thank you that it is a real joy to see the faces of our beloved family um, on Zoom. And although we can't meet in the way that we would like to, in the way that we're used to just yet, Lord, thank you that it is, is a brilliant thing that we can do here on a Sunday morning. And thank you, God, that you are working through our Sunday morning sessions, uh, be it through watching the video afterwards or uh, joining with us live on, on Zoom on Sunday mornings. You are able to continue your work because you are God and nothing and no virus and no technical difficulties will stop you from working and doing what you want to do. God, we want to say we are ready and willing to be used by you. God, will you change us and make us into the willing vessels that uh, we want to be for you so that we, as you say, go, we are ready to go. God, will you look after us during our service this morning and bless Nick as he brings our word to us later. And we ask that you will touch our hearts and speak to us as individuals and as a body um, to use us for your glory. Amen. Amen. Right. I wanted to share with you um, just a verse uh, from 2 Colossians. No, Colossians 2, that's the way. <laughs> Colossians 2. Um, I ended up picking a lot of songs today about the cross. Um, and it's, yeah, it just struck me that, you know, it, it's when it comes down to it, it's what it's all about. Well, this is what this is what God did for us. When you were dead in your sins, he forgave us all our sins. <laughs> Having cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away 
nailing it to the cross. Wow. So I hope that encourages you this morning and the songs that we sing. Um, uh, yeah, when it when it comes down to it, we're sinners. He's he's wiped it away. We, we had a debt against us, but it's gone because of the cross, because of Jesus. The end. <laughs> Anyway, let's focus on that and uh, we'll sing some and uh, this morning we'll, we'll have our usual, we'll have some Bible readings and some intercessions um, and uh, breakout rooms at the end as, as normal. Uh, so let's start, oh no, I need to remind, I need to say Joe. Joe, is Joe there? Yay, hi Joe. Um, Joe, the, if we can uh, do the readings after these two songs we're going to sing now, that would be fab. Thank you so much. All right, let's start then by singing Led Like a Lamb. Uh, no, he was pierced. That's the one. That's the one. I'll get there. Was born. 
So the Bible verse that I'm going to read, the Bible passage I'm going to read first is uh, Acts chapter 11, verses 19 through to 30. Now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Hellenists, also preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. The report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch the disciples were first called Christians. Now in these days prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch, and one of them named Agabus stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world. This took place in the days of Claudius. So the disciples determined, everyone according to his ability, to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. And they did so, sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. The next passage is Acts chapter 13, verse 1. Now there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, a lifelong friend of Herod, and Tetrarch and Saul, uh, sorry, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. And the next verse is James chapter 1, verses 19 through to 27. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Thanks, Joe. That's brilliant. And we'd just like to say a big hello to some guests we have with us today. Welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Lee. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Brilliant to see you. And yes, also welcome to Heijin and Heijin, who I think I can see there. Hello. 
You are all very, very welcome and it's brilliant to see you all. Thanks for joining in with us today. Um, we have had our reading there. Uh, we're going to sing another song now. Um, again, we're focusing on the cross. When I survey the wondrous cross. And after this, I'm going to hand over to Nick, who is going to give us his part one of this morning, because we'll have a part two a bit later on. Okay, let's sing. I have a map to show whenever you're ready, and then if you tell me when you want it off the screen again, that would be great. Bye. Okay, can you all hear me? Yes? Good morning. Right. Paul gave us a very good description of the book or the epistle of James about two weeks ago. 
And if you remember, he pointed out that about 500 years ago, Luther, to whom we are very indebted, made some noises about taking James out of the Bible because uh, I guess it has to be said, Luther probably didn't understand it properly and thought that it conflicted with his view of salvation by faith. This morning, I'm hoping to persuade you that James should be one of the major books of the New Testament, one that you should refer to first rather than last. And the key to this is the word context. And you all know what that means. Context means who was it written to? Why was it written? What were the circumstances in which it was written? And if you contrast Romans with James, you have two entirely different contexts and they should be read differently. So in order to give you a context, in the next five minutes, we are going to study and go through the whole of the book of Acts. Can we do that in five minutes? Yeah, the whole of the book of Acts in five minutes. And then when we come to look at James, you'll see why I want to do this and why it's so important. So let's start with the book of Acts. Let's start actually at the cross. Around the cross, 